This is Adventurous, No Direction Network production, brought to you by Roll20.net and Sirenscape. Last time, our adventurous heroes began an espionage escapade with the daring daylight theft of a fish. <laughs> it was daylight too, wasn't it? Oh, we are so bad at spying. <laughs> They're piscatory... Oh, oh, normally I'm so good with alliteration. Tonight it's just not coming. Pilfering. Their, pilfering. Their yeah. piscatory pilfering has led them halfway across the county to Lake Pensaris, the domain of the handsome Baron Nicholas O'Kara, so uh, where they <laughs> <laughs> where they know they have to recover a payment intended for an agent known as Cygnus, uh, who they are meeting up with, hopefully in a few nights' time to recruit to their cause. <laughs> you intercepted a communication destined for Opelio, who, as it turns out, had died some six months earlier and had returned as some kind of horrendous stalker undead. Uh, now you are attempting to carry out his mission by recruiting the agent known as Cygnus using funds that your patron, uh, Martella Lothied, has secreted away in a hidden cove somewhere in Lake Penseris. You have scoured Opelio's notes and belongings and finally tracked down the location of this concealed cove on the coast. I feel like we're playing Pathfinder role-playing Game of Thrones. <laughs> I mean, I mean the, the direct-to-DVD I mean, sort of. parody of Game of Thrones, maybe? <laughs> oh, that's fair. So, Crystal, remind me, where on the road did we end up? Are we in Pansaris yet? Yes, which is at the southern end of the lake. I get to be Arya. Ogdren can be the hound. Lauren, <laughs> figure it out another time. <laughs> okay. Right. Are we in a terrible hurry, uh, everyone? I uh, wouldn't mind stopping in here for a cordial visit or two. If we've stayed on our timeline, we have a couple of days. Hmm. Go be happy for once. <laughs> yeah, it is. All right. You all, I, uh... Why don't you all restock the supplies and relax? And and, and, and the first round of, of, of refreshments is on me, of course. I, uh, I need to go pay a calling on someone who I hope will be glad to see me. <laughs> we will. <laughs> <laughs> At that point, of course you all know. Of course. Where, where, where are you going? To the salon. Gonna gussy up? Oh, I am always gussied. I have wasted <laughs> gold pieces and skill ranks and, and magic choices to be beautiful at all times. Did you pick up fastidiousness? Ooh, I did not. That sounds amazing, though. It is amazing. You should pick up fastidiousness. We'll go ahead and share the picture of Baron O'Kara for the time being. So people have something to look at besides the map. Hi, Baron O'Kara. I do so frequently. He is so <laughs> handsome. <laughs> he does have a good bone structure. And nice he skin. Pulls off a jacket over armor without looking like a <laughs> 90s X-Man. I don't know how he does it. It's the lack of pouches. Mm, yeah. <laughs> that is exactly what it is. Man, nothing makes a man look better than a lack of pouches. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so moving right along. I think we can probably just jump right to Baron O'Kara unless any of you have pressing side business in the city you've been in exactly once no. before to buy masks. <laughs> I think Glanville's the only one that's going to be doing any pressing. <coughs> oh... That's, that's oh no, I bad. killed Crystal. <laughs> we have broken the team again. <laughs> um, I'm fine. I hope so. 
I'm sorry. <laughs> Turns out I can breathe water. I can't breathe tea. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> you can breathe water? Yeah, you can't. Huh. All right. Anyway, what does Glenville do? You have no problem uh, basically walking up to the front gate of the estate and saying, Hi, I'm here to see Nick. One of the servants like, oh, oh, you're him. <laughs> well, first thing I do is on the way in, I want to pay attention to see what the servants indeed might be saying or whispering as I'm passing in case it is important and I need to know before I'm walking into a horribly embarrassing situation. Nothing, like, hostile or anything like that. Just things like, oh, the Baron has not been, uh, has not really seemed interested in anyone for the last 15 years. It's, this seems healthy. I'm glad he's getting out. In that case, then, I will officially do a call on uh, Baron Lakara. Of course, I will hand my card of introduction to his servant, and uh, I imagine being escorted and waiting in the uh, calling room. Yes, they're, they bring you a, you know, a tray of brandy, a few small bits to nibble on. <laughs> and uh, in a few minutes, uh, Baron O'Kara comes in. He's still, like, got some sweat. He's mopping off his brow, but he's changed into, like, a fresh shirt. And... Sorry, sorry, uh... Just in the middle of a lot of reconstruction downtown that I've been helping out with. Uh, lovely for you to drop in. You, you know, you didn't have to bother putting on a new shirt, Jeremy, just because I came calling completely unannounced. It, it was horribly rude of me, and I much rather would have seen you without the shirt on. Well. Mm. Be that as it may. A bit unprofessional, and I did pass my daughter on the way here, and I'd rather not give her nightmares. <laughs> I, I doubt that you would be giving anyone nightmares there, but I, uh, I do wonder about how you really are doing before I get into the endless flirtations and uh, charming and daring. Uh, give me a diplomacy check here. I mean, he's... he's Okay, 13 on the dice. And I have a diplomacy ranks of 12, so 25. Oof. Sort of takes a deep breath, takes a few steps over to the, the mantle and kind of, like, leans against it and... Uh, Glanville, can I... can I be honest with you? Oh, absolutely. I would dare not want to hear anything but the, uh... The goddess's only truth from your lips. I... I've been struggling quite a bit. I've been... Ah, oh, it's not my place to speak ill of the Count, but... It feels that he's taking a considerable amount more than he's giving back, and... Oh, well, I mean, the gods help me, but I've... I've been withholding, and I... I just know he's going to find out, and I know he's going to come for it, and I I can understand losing my position. I can I can I can live a life rough in the fields, but my daughter and my people I can't just uh, I'm worried what's going to happen oh. once I'm gone. Oh, I I see. And that is indeed some some, some some very concerning discussions here. Word on the um, street is is apparently there's some kind of new scandal up in Lothidar and uh, hmm. and now what? it just seems like the Count's irate. He's cracking down. I uh, I don't know what to do. But before you decide to do anything, you of course will find the answer. I mean, you've w ruled this province for how long now, uh, uh, Nick? Fifteen years, just after my daughter was born and I had to, to quit the service. Mm, see? And, and honestly, if you can manage to survive a life in the service to your age, you can handle any such problem as an overly grumpy count. Not a count, it's Gulgusern I'm worried about. If he comes around and needs to see the books, I, I don't know how to... I don't know... How to be duplicitous? I don't want to be duplicitous. It's it's not my place to Ooh. lie to my my liege. 
Oh, you need someone to be duplicitous. Uh, I suppose so, but who? That being overly flattering and duplicitous is unfortunately a talent of mine that I am much embarrassed about. I mean, you must have heard the scandals to come from my home region. I don't give any ear to gossip. There's no point. I've taken your measure myself. <laughs> oh, excellent. I am so refreshed to see someone with such an attitude. I am so used to double speak and and, and, and and sly agendas when I attend court. I've never had any use for agendas. So, what, just tell me a little bit about how it got to this point where you've had to find necessary to withhold from our count. Well, I mean, things had been going well until, oh, say about ten years ago. Uh, Mercator wasn't an ideal count. He... He certainly lived on more largesse than he probably earned, but mm -hmm. he, he invested enough back in the county that we we had functional roads, that we didn't have a, a forest filled with, with destitute, desperate people on, a, on my borders, that, that I had enough to take care of and feed my people, even contributing everything he asked. It, it took some extra effort. We had to dig down sometimes and, and work when would, what would have been a festival day, but, but but after Mercator's death, his son... Well, again, forgive me, his son is just not a very good count. I don't know what happens to the tax money we send him, but it certainly doesn't come back to us. I unfortunately suspected much the same thing. The estates that we were assigned to were in much disrepair, and, and absolutely no one had been caring for those people down there, save uh, a few of the uh, thankfully virtuous and overly uh, daring members of the populace themselves. And oh, the yes, peasants good. are going to have to assist peasants. You know it's not going well. Now, I I think that we have a couple of options available to us, because lying is like going to a parfait at the local banquets. There are so many flavors to choose from. I don't like parfait. Oh, that is unfortunate. I had this whole idea with some whipped cream and strawberry juice, and... I guess I'll just have to save it for later. Um, now, why don't you show me to these books and, and tell me a little bit about like what your first actions are and who else might know about this situation. If we are going to make sure that if any inspection of your activities are either going to be glowingly approved of or never seen at all. Of, of course. Let me... Let me show you. Oh, I've... I am so sorry. I have assumed that you might want my help, and that has been so rude of me. I just could not imagine a world in it where you or your family had to suffer. <laughs> well, hardship isn't... I mean, we should all sacrifice a little, but... Mm -hmm. And I've, I've cut back here. You can see the wallpapers coming down, the... The floors haven't been kept up as they should, but I've tried to keep the town in good order, at least. Yeah, so, so I've actually only heard good things about your uh, agendas at court while I was up in Lothadar, and I have to say that was one of the reasons that I first approached you. It's odd to hear of a respectable baron. <laughs> oh, nonsense. Certainly there must be plenty of them back in Opara. <gasps> oh, Oh, I imagine so. If I, I am, of course, nothing but the family embarrassment. So let us go to those books and explain to me again exactly where the problems might lie. So yes, he, you know, he guides you down to his treasury. He's got a uh, an accountant as well who's been very nervously trying to like shuffle things around to keep you know any obvious malfeasance uh, concealed, but. I mean, one look at his books, and you you can immediately see, oh, this guy doesn't know how to cook his books. Mm hmm I have, uh, unfortunately, a lot of experience in cooking the books, as every successful noble family does. Which just... 
blows his mind. <laughs> Which is, you know, it's it's an unfortunate talent that I'm much ashamed of and do not tap into often, except for just a few seconds ago. Um, could you... And so I'm going to go ahead and examine the books and take a measure of what could be done and if I have the capability of doing it and how long it would take me to do it because, you know, we have other important missions. Doing a basic job on his books, you could start the process and then teach his accountant what to do. Okay. Provided, you know, you think he's going to be okay with his accountant learning how to cook the books. I see. I'm going to have to convince him of that. Well, first, I, I want to take a measure of the accountant. After working with him for this past few moments and looking what he's tried to do and how he's reacting to the Baron, I need to know if we can trust him. So can I sense motive on him? Yeah, give me a sense uh, motive. Oh, boy. I rolled a four, which makes it a three. <laughs> not so great at judging people. No, no, I do judge people, but not correctly. Yes. You wouldn't trust this guy. I wouldn't trust this guy. Mm, that is absolutely unfortunate. Well, then, I am going to... Okay, I want to... I know this is going to really increase the, the, uh, the difficulty of this. I want to arrange how I'm cooking the books mm -hmm. that, and without giving the game away to the accountant, that any of the blame that would come would strongly insinuate that he was the one that was siphoning off the top. Yikes. Uh, yeah. Because <laughs> uh... I don't trust him. Hmm. All right. Now, my goal is to make it so nobody notices, but the first person they'll notice is him. What skills do you have around official documents? Like a profession noble, uh, I have knowledge, uh... nobility. I also have the bluff skill. All of these are very high. I've got history, geography, and local as well. Mm -hmm. Give me, uh, give me, a knowledge, nobility. Alrighty. Ooh, a 14 on the dice, not a 4. And this, and I have 12 in Knowledge Nobility, so that's a 26. Alright. Here I am, completely framing a completely trustworthy man. <laughs> You don't know. He could still not be trustworthy. Oh, good point. Yeah. The only thing you've got is that you wouldn't trust him. <laughs> and I don't. So yeah, you can spend basically the next five, six hours working on his books to conceal a bunch of his accounts and mm -hmm. basically hide expenses that he's been putting back into the town <laughs> and, and make it look like... Oh, we had a bad harvest this year, and we lost part of the fishing fleet, so of course the fishing take wasn't nearly as good this year. And, you know, trading. Our our trade suffered banditry, so that's been, it's been rough all around. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. And broken contracts now that the war is broken out. Well, mm, not the war yeah. yet, but the, but the civil unrest. Uh, I will go ahead and do all that, and but, but since I'm going to be here for a while... And I do not want my party to worry about me. I'm going to go ahead and pay for a messenger with the message. Things going very well. Do not wait up for me. Find a nice inn for yourselves. It's on me. All right. Did you want to use the messenger who's part of your party? Because Idonia will take your gold piece and your message and bring it back to everyone else. Oh, absolutely. Because... Um, but I'm still going to pay you because I can't have you know that I know you. Of course. Okay. So she'll ride back on over on good old Bernard and deliver the message. Bernard. Yeah. It's her big horse. Apparently, uh, your friend's going to be busy for a while. Yeah, we expected that. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> Adonia, do you feel like checking for some rumors? Oh, sure. Oh, that's a good idea. You want to do it the old-fashioned way, or should I ask... Why would we do it the old-fashioned way? I don't know. I don't like to bother her with little things like this, but... 
Well, that is between you and your god. We can always start asking around, but I like the efficiency and subtlety of your spell. Yeah, if you're not comfortable, I don't mind. <sighs> all right, all right. I'll do what I can. Uh, so Idonia will grasp her holy symbol okay. uh, and say, Oh, Milani, will you tell me what is this town up to? What should we be aware of? And then she closes her eyes and just listens. All right. Uh, so I will get four different perception checks as if I was gathering information. Can you gather one about Opelio specifically and another one about Glendale? Sure. Uh, absolutely, yes. So uh, let's start with Opelio. I rolled a 15 for a 23. Let's see. Regarding Opelio, uh, I mean, you're not hearing a lot. You've... You hear a little bit, uh, just some mention of, and uh, we'll have to contact the Apelio family as well, let them know about this loss. Uh, I understand he was fond of the, I understand he was fond of uh, Jethro, so. Mm -hmm. Gotta miss that business. Hmm. Okay. Does he have a flute? Let's make the next one about Jethro. Ah! If I keep my die on my table. Uh, not so well this time, only a 6, so that's going to be a 14. 14? It's not too hard to pick up rumors about what's going on with Jethro. I mean, everybody's... You can't get many details about it, but apparently he's been conscripted by the general. <laughs> so it's a person. I wasn't sure if maybe it was a horse. No, he can't, <sighs> he can't run his uh, fishing tour business anymore. Because he's been conscripted. Where yep. did those tours lead? Uh, okay, hold on. Um, I've only got two more left today. So actually, let's do one on, uh, let's do one on Glanville. What are people saying about Glanville? As he returns to town. Holy mackerel, 19 plus 8 is a 27. Man, I feel like you're really ruining the, uh, <laughs> or wasting the good checks. Um, I mean, that's probably true. I mean, there's, there's oh. some talk all around town of like, oh, Oh, the Baron has fallen for that pretty city boy that came into town. He's fallen hard. Mm. Oh, that guy is too well bred for our Baron. I mean, he's nice and all, but the second that city boy finds out, you know, about you know what. <laughs> I don't know what. That's what That's... the 27 is for. <laughs> the 27 is, uh, oh, oh, yeah. Oof. The Baroness really had a thing for stable boys. <laughs> well, mm. interesting. I mean, his claims to the family land are going to last so long as he keeps paying bribes and the gifts he hands out. So I think he's going to be fine. Ooh, dang. All right. So my very last one, I actually want to know more about what's going on around the lake. Um, so if people are talking about Lake Penseris and events surrounding it, that's, that's what my last one's going to be for. Uh, but I rolled a natural one for a total of nine. Uh, <laughs> you find out about the bottomless pit at the bottom of the lake that plunges down to, to let's go with Avernus. That's where the fish hide during storms. That's why they taste a little sulfurous after big storms. Mm. So I will, I will definitely tell my party um, that uh, everyone thinks that Glanville is too good for the Baron. Uh, also, there's a pit to Avernus at the bottom of the lake, so let's let's not swim too deeply, <laughs> or too greedily, or too greedily. <laughs> are, are you going to mention Jethro? Yes, and I'll talk about Jethro as well. I'll tell you everything. But... So that's interesting. Jethro could him being conscripted could be the reason that Opelio threw in with the rebellion, or he could have been the one that brought Opelio to the secret. Cove. Might be might be worth talking. Talking to this hmm. fellow. I suppose that's true. Do you think he's well, he's been conscripted? I assumed he was no mm -hmm. longer in town. Jethro worked alone. Hmm. We could ask around the old-fashioned way. Now that we've got at least something to ask around about. Yeah, you know, some guy named Jethro who runs fishing tours for for mm -hmm. wealthy visitors. He is a public figure, and therefore it is not suspicious for strangers to be asking about him. I like that. Yes, I'm, I'm sure that we heard the rumor about how good his tours were and wanted to see him specifically. I'm not even going to make you roll. You can take 10 and 
and you get somebody kind of pointing you down. Oh, yeah, you're here for that. Uh, it's down on Lakeshore Boulevard. You can't miss it. There's a crowd. Oh, we okay. go down on Lakeshore Boulevard. Mm -hmm. A crowd. Yeah, and there's there's a good dozen or so people kind of gathered around. There's a in front of a, a small shop with a dock out behind it and a you know decent enough boat. There's a fellow in a black robe out front. There's a podium set up. He's got a gavel that he's banging on the podium and pointing to people mm. as they raise their hands. Oh. Oh. Hmm. We could wait to see who buys the boat and then we know who to hire. Yeah. Or we buy the boat, but I am no seaman. Well, what's the item on the on the bid for now? Uh, going through a couple of like some nets, a uh, nice collection of brass pots from the house. Uh, it looks like they're yeah. basically auctioning off everything in the like combined house slash business. Hey, Ogdrin, you know about the military. When someone joins, they don't normally sell all their stuff, do they? Uh, I don't think so. Uh, and this may be a, maybe he's got some debts he's got to pay off, or or maybe, maybe he's dead. Oh, gosh. Adunia wants to see if she can get a list of the items that are they're planning on auctioning. Um, pretty easy. There's, there's like you know, a little newsboy handing out leaflets with the the auction perfect. listings. It looks like the boat's down towards the end of the auction. It's one of the high ticket items. Mm -hmm. Does the listing have any kind of backstory to the auction on it? Oh, or just... maps? Maps? Yeah, maps of the lake, areas that they'd want to go to, areas with good fishing. Like maps is an item on the auction, not that there's a map drawn on the auction list, right? That's what I meant, that they're auctioning off his maps or something. His navigational equipment. Just set, says in a nice, like, obviously they've got a stamp made up for this, like, uh, Mortis Sisters Estate Auctions. Curious. Well, there's definitely probably something on the boat, but I was hoping that there might be a clue as to where this cove is. Maybe maybe, maybe he's got some charts on the boat itself. I mean, that's what you want. Sure. And if they're not listed separately, then they're probably packaged in there, I'd assume. Yeah. Should we get get on that boat somehow? There's there's a lot coming up that's, you know, navigational charts for the area. It doesn't look like it's got a very high starting bid. Oh, wait, there are charts. Should we, should we buy, buy them? In the meantime, I don't know. Someone want to poke around that boat before someone oh. else buys it? That's a good idea. Why don't you guys... Wait here for the charts, and I'll go take a look at the boat. Yeah, and there are a few other buyers milling around the boat, looking it over, trying to get a, an estimate for damages or, you know, anything about it that stands out. Mm -hmm. Real quick, before I go over to look at the boat, I'm going to brew an extract. Uh, it is going to be a level two extract of invisibility, just in case I get in trouble. Okay. Cool. And then I'd like to sneak off using my more mundane means, a stealth check. Are you actually trying to hide and sneak or just basically be unobtrusive? Yeah, I want to I want to uh, be uh, um I don't I, I want to be subtle. I want to mm -hmm. be not noticed. You know how like the men in black that <laughs> were famously like nondescript. Yeah. I want to be nondescript. <laughs> All right. You hide the bandolier of poisoned cupcakes. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Not, I, I don't get him. I don't put him out of reach, though. Like I can still get. Yeah. What is what does a take ten on your stealth check get you? Oh, I rolled it, oh. but it was just an eleven. So, uh, uh, twenty-one. Yeah, you've got no problem. Just sort of quietly milling about, looking things over, getting a sense for it. It's. It's a small lake sailing vessel. It's got a cabin in it that looks like, you know, one room could sleep one in kind of rough conditions, and there's a second room that could sleep two or three in slightly nicer conditions. I want to kind of make my way inside the boat and root around. Oh, yeah. And, you know, there's a little wood stove in here. It's it's not a huge boat. It's, you know, a three to five person sailing vessel. Obviously, they go out for a few days at a time and then come back. Uh, hmm. The hold's pretty small. Uh, Is there a desk that has plot items in it? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Got an outline around it? Like for plotting courses? 
Yeah, that's what I meant for plotting courses. <laughs> navigation desk. Uh, you know, who doesn't have It looks one? like the navigational equipment's been pulled out for, for the auction. Okay. Mm. All right. Well, um, is it worth doing, like, one, like, search check and then leaving or just... It's, or... I'll spoil it for you. There's nothing in the boat. <laughs> yeah. I didn't want to waste any time. All right. I'll head back and let everyone know that it's... Uh, Ryan, do you want to be the, the bidder and I can be a, be a muscle? If anyone's trying to outbid you, I'll just glare at them. Mm. We can I keep can do that. Nice, keep the price nice and low. All right. Uh, yeah, so the the charts come up eventually, starting bids, 10 gold. Uh, are you bidding, or are you going to let a couple of other people fight over them first? I'll give it, like, a couple of seconds thought. Let let the caller uh, yeah, couple, hype them up for a bit. A couple of people who've got, like, skin... Like skin kissed skin or sun kissed skin, obviously a little weathered. Like a couple of people bid on them. Like, oh, fishing charts. All right. Is Xavier the one who's like doing the bidding? I am. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to whisper to Xavier. I thought this is what happened while you were on the boat. Oh, no. Oh, I came back. I don't know. Well, no, if I'm not there yet, then yeah, go ahead. So, yeah, it gets up to about 15 gold. Are you. Are you bidding yet? Yeah, I'll throw in a bid for All 15 right. gold. This seems yeah. like an interesting item. So people look at you like, who's who's the elf? Why, is, why does the elf want to go fishing? Is this... Oh, man. Is this is this like a thing? I... Oh, no. 17. Attractive. <laughs> <laughs> so, so suddenly there's a little more interest in these charts. I have mm. 17 uh, for the... The gentleman running the catfish cannery. Do I hear 18? 18? 18 from the woman in the back. Uh, 19. Do I have 19? 20. I have 20 from the elf visitor. Uh, do I hear right. 21? This is, when I, this is when I glare at everyone to stop bidding. <laughs> Give me an intimidating <laughs> check. Yeah, sure. Uh, that's a 15. Uh, oh, 22! I'm too short. <laughs> 22 from the man who runs the uh, mysterious uh, black vessel out of Pier 35! Uh, oh, oh my tw- 25 from the cannery! Uh, Hold on, I want to know more about that! <laughs> <laughs> that's, why he did, that's why he wasn't intimidated by me. He, he's, a spook, he's a spooky guy, so he's not easily intimidated. What are we up to, 25? 25 from the... Uh, Can I... Intimidatingly say twenty or bid twenty six. Sure. Show how it's done. Also fifteen. <laughs> Thirty five from the uh, oh, from the no. conglomerate that's specializing in sailfish. Uh, some very interesting people in this town. <laughs> uh, Thirty thirty two from the unnamed foreign investors. <laughs> do I do I hear 35? 35. Any... I go 35. Alright, 35 from our elf friend. These must be excellent charts, everyone. Excellent chart. Do I hear 40? Anybody anybody reacting to that? Mm. Ogden, are you doing Can anything? I... Yeah. Are you bidding 40? Uh, uh... <laughs> I'll bid 40. No. Um uh mm. I have a dumb uh, can idea. I, can I... Okay. Yeah. Go, you go, go for it. You, I no, love you... it. No, I was just going to glare at people again. I was wondering, do I happen to be about twenty-one feet away from the auctioneer? <laughs> suspicious. It's a very suspicious, suspicious number of question. feet. <laughs> but if I could, during all these battles, I was thinking, what if I was, what if I was twenty-one feet away from the auctioneer? <laughs> I refuse to answer this question until I know where it's leading. Because this isn't my first silence. I was thinking about casting silence on myself and seeing uh, if I could just make it so no one can bid after we have my bid. (laughs) I mean, I guess I could still raise their hands, but it might buy us enough time. Oh, okay. That won't work. Then I will try my intimidation once more. (laughs) Raise your fist. (laughs) You know what's good for you? You'll stop bidding. Uh, All right, so I'll I'll leave it to you. If you really want the charts, it'll be fifty gold in the end. I think we could probably hire somebody who knows the area for less than fifty gold for a lot less. But the charts. But if we think this person was showing them the the routes, they might have stuff marked on their charts. 
All right. Well, the other thing, Crystal, is that we're not counting gold anymore, so it's almost meaningless to us how much this costs us. <laughs> All right. I still I have fifty gold on my character sheet. Okay. <laughs> From before, and I will subtract it now. Yes, it's it's <laughs> mostly to add drama. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All let's right, get them because there might is. there might be some sort of indications, and then we'll have charts. So. Is it suspicious that we're spending fifty gold on old fishing charts, though? <laughs> <laughs> is, it, is it a bidding I mean, auction? Penseris's main economy is built around fishing, so you know. An old sea hand's knowledge of the lake would be pretty valuable, especially for mm. sport fishers who, you know, he specialized in showing around. It's not super weird. Yeah. And Plus, didn't gold Baron O'Kara say that uh, they lost a bunch of ships? So there's probably opportunity for an, uh, like someone to invest in the fishing industry in there right now. They didn't actually lose a bunch of fish. That's just what it says in the books. No, I thought they lost a bunch of fishing vessels. No. Oh. Oh. Hmm. No, that's just how uh, Glanville is cooking the books, unknown to you. All right. Yeah, it is all unknown to me. It's true. Just so we're all on the same page, I was going to steal these charts if we didn't win them. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Well, now that you know that, are you paying the 50 gold? Yeah, we're paying the no, 50 No, no, we'll gold. pay the 50 gold. Maybe we can that's, sell them at a profit, or at least a, 50. I bet it'll work out even better than the stealing the fish. <laughs> we'll just make note of who the second highest bidder was and then turn around and sell it back to them when we're done. Yeah, that sounds good. Quest complete. Here's your charts. <laughs> <laughs> Trippy Darlin and chat just bid 60. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shoot. Right, this is fierce bidding. Stealth against Trippy Darlin. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So are you talking to any of the other, like, auction attendees you sticking around to talk to the auctioneer anything like that are you guys the auction attendees are the people that i'm interested in so yeah anything you're looking to know or just get a story about what happened to jethro why this was happening like, yeah I, like... I came here for a tour i was not expecting to get into an auction but i i cannot resist an auction <laughs> oh jethro <laughs> oh god rest his soul for asthma have peace his cons or conscripted by the general. So he might as well be dead, or is he dead? We know he's dead. <laughs> right, you're not a local. Uh, no, the general's this uh, big old catfish lives out in the lake. Uh, every now and then, I mean, angler don't come back, so you just know that's what happened. Ah, conscripted by the general is a colloquialism. Yep. It's clever. I like it, but it's also confusing, and I didn't appreciate that. <laughs> but now that I know, now that I'm in on it, I like it. <laughs> so, this is this is like a legendary beast, or do people actually know this catfish? They've seen it. Oh no, my brother saw it once. Almost landed it. Probably a good sixteen feet long. You have such long arms. <laughs> no, that fish was this big, and his arms just extend out from his shirt sleeve. No, <laughs> Slenderman. Whereabouts? What does the general? What part of his lake does he stick to? I do not know fish. I'm sorry. Is that a common thing? They just like one spot. Oh well, I mean, everybody'd like to know where the general set or sets up shop. You bring that fish back, everyone will know your name. <gasps> I see. Perfect. Now, I hear tell. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> I yeah, hear tell. Clink, uh, clink, uh. clink, clink. Yeah, like three gold. <laughs> yeah, I hear tell. He sets up okay. in this little cove, uh, out or the southeast uh, sunset cove. He likes that warm stream that comes down. It brings or washes all the detritus out of the forest. Mm. A little baby, little baby deer. I bet he loves to snack on southeast, so right near the city. Uh, yeah, about about a mile up river, or up the uh, coast. Well, that's okay. really interesting. I certainly want to make a name for myself as a fisherman, so I might keep this uh, these directions you've given me in mind. Thank you, friend. <laughs> hmm. Am I missing any obvious follow-up questions? Uh, no. I mean... We do need a boat. Oh, wait, there's a ruler that'll tell you exactly how far. Ooh. One mile? 
about five miles up the coast. Oh. There we go. Okay. Like, we might as well see what the boat goes for. If you think about a lot of these people being, like, fishers, they already got boats. Maybe nobody wants this whole thing. Yeah, but they also had almost 50 gold to throw around on just some old maps that they didn't think were valuable until a weird person started bidding on them. I feel like they've got <laughs> deep pockets. I don't think I can steal the boat. But knowledge, knowledge. <laughs> Um, I mean, it's if it's on the coast, we can also just ride up there. Yeah, that's true. I mean, that's not too bad. Yes, but I feel like if we have a boat, we might need it. And so if we don't have a boat and we need a boat, we are out of luck. I mean, it's Bithy a fishing a town. You can rent a boat. Yeah, that's let's true. just rent a boat. Let's just do that. And if that's the boat that helped us catch the general, they'll get a lot of acolytes. Let me let me check my ranks and swim. I don't know about getting on this boat. I'm a little concerned. Oh no, I agree. Let's take horses. Ogden and I are like I don't know maybe. Oh, I know all about going into the water. I mean, <laughs> it happened once already. Yeah. Filthy, disgusting. Yeah. If this maybe... is a fishing town, maybe we get like some rings of swimming on the cheap cheap. Is that a thing? Did I just make that up? Fishing town. Ring, rings of sw- yeah, rings of swimming are a thing exist but yeah. I, I thought you'd get them cheap yeah you're not gonna get them cheap at a place like this they're in high demand at a place like this mm-hmm. uh, like if this were a desert town you'd get a discount on rings of swimming sure it's okay. just like they probably just, wouldn't be available but yeah. you'd get a discount i just figured they had a lot of supplies it's just like that that uh big sale on rings of jumping in the uh town of low ceilings mm-hmm. <laughs> okay oh god these yeah these are expensive you mean hobbiton <laughs> <laughs> Head Traumasberg. Alright, so I say we retire to a local tavern so we can look over our new maps. Alright, uh, you find rooms at the Rested J. Pretty nice inn. Uh, pretty close to the uh, the docks. Pouring over the maps, it looks like his most recent his most recent expedition took him out kind of in that area, except a little further, like, northeast of where you were getting directed. Hmm. Or northwest. Uh, like a mile off a from where you further. were pointed to. You say a mile, so not this second cove that's two miles straight up, right? No, no, no. More like, okay. uh... Man, I wish, I wish nobody had taught me how to use these. There we go. Like, right around <laughs> here. Okay. Hmm. Oh, it's a nice little stretch of area to... To patrol and look for a giant catfish. Yeah. How long does it take to boat a mile? To... <laughs> we are combining two things I know nothing about: boating and the imperial it, system. Well, it depends on the the boat. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Let's say. Eh? Let's say you can get there. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I don't it know takes boats. an amount of time. Yes. So, yeah, if I assume this can all be done in a day, people aren't going to be like, stupid Canadian. All right. All right. Let's call, let's call it an hour to get there. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll say it's a few hours out and a few hours back. You can, you can make a round trip in a day. Yeah. As the crow fish We can go half a mile per hour on a raft or a barge. Well, let's not get a barge. If it's a rowboat, we can go a mile per hour. <laughs> uh, a one and a half, actually, on a regular rowboat. Keelboat is a, a mile, but one and a half. That's what I was saying. Yeah, it'd take about an hour, probably, to search the area. So I'm wondering, am I also able to make these round trips in a day right now? We're not what? probably going this. We're probably going to wait till tomorrow. At the... Oh no, I've got yeah. a, I've got a different destination. Am I missing what? some innuendo here? I'm yes, I'm also missing any Sorry. innuendo that might be here. This is bad innuendo. Roll better. <laughs> it's really bad if Crystal can't detect it. Right? I'm always looking for dirty. Mm-hmm. Okay, this time I uh, rolled a 27 to bluff, so I'm going to know how successful my catfishing is going. <laughs> your, your catfishing is going as well as you need it to go. Woo! <laughs> 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 So are you bothering to rejoin them tonight, or are you going to meet up with them in the morning? The morning. Maybe late in the morning. <laughs> All right. After breakfast. After brunch. 
Now, uh, no, 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 Baron, I understand that uh, we had far too short of a time together, but it's very important that you know that uh, you uh, lost some money on a failed bid for an expedition over to Statues, and you know, just to, I did? Just to come cordially visit. Yes, oh, so if no. you don't actually make this visit next week, it'll be quite a problem. <laughs> then I wink and leave. <laughs> He seems a little confused, but it's like, when did I send an expedition to Statues? Oh! <laughs> You'll have no trouble reading back up at the rest of J if you want to, if you want to book a fishing vessel out to, you know, out on the lake. You you have no trouble finding people who rent their boats by the day. Yeah, that's the definitely the plan then. All, All right. right, who's got profession sailor? <laughs> No. Are you hiring? Strangely <laughs> enough, like half my characters do, but this one doesn't. <laughs> Who's got profession angler? I don't even have a rank in swim. I have I've one got engineering. <laughs> I could build us a boat. <laughs> <laughs> but who's going to fly it? You can convert this thing to steam power. Oh, I've got tin gold to hire a sailor. Uh, a sailor that will keep his mouth shut? <laughs> Ah, if you're paying ten gold, you'd better not. <laughs> I mean, I can summon a celestial down here to guide us to the waters, but I think that's a little bit overkill. Plus, wouldn't they only be here for about 15 seconds? Well, like well if, you, if you make the right pack, they can make it to all of 15 minutes. Oh, there would be a pack involved. <laughs> yeah, you, you have to bargain these things, you know. I don't think this is... Let's just hire a fisherman, then. <laughs> I'm glad you see things my way. Okay, so we hire somebody that knows how to use a boat so we don't drown. All right, it's it's a nice day, cold... You know, the cold morning mists kind of give way late in the morning to, you know, partly cloudy, a little bit of chop, nice bit of wind. But it's not a terrible day for fishing. So you get out to the this little... Uh, inlet where all of the fishing charts led uh it's a ways off from sunset cove like the the other fishermen told you about but it's kind of ducks in among the trees it's wide enough that your vessel can sail in there without any problems there's some secluded sandy beaches in the area pretty sheltered from the weather so there's not as much chop back here you can't quite see the open lake from back here so I'm going to use the fish as a focus and cast Locate Object and try to find the catfish nest that he might have lived in. Uh, so you can feel it tug a little bit, like, like a quarter mile up the, up the inlet, up the cove, and, and follow it to what to you looks like a nondescript patch of dark water. Uh, say, Pegleg Jim, can you get us over to that dark water? I hear the catfish love the shadows, right? Oh, yeah. that, that's how they do. You, you, I guess, anchor at a very nice spot in the cove. What do you do from here? Uh, What's the plan, yeah, what everybody? Plan. Well, well, I guess can you can you give us a nice description of this area and maybe like what we can see under the water? The water is cold, dark lake water. You can't really see anything in it. I mean, at this point, you're in a little inlet that's shielded from the the rest of the what you call a uh, lake, surrounded by you know some evergreens, some some leafy trees. Uh, on a big spit of land jutting out into the water, uh, probably about three, four hundred feet across. So you've got about 200 miles or 200 feet, give or take, to shore from where you are. There's a couple of streams washing out of the washing out of the forest along the shoreline that look like they're dropping leaf litter and things like that into the water. Well, I guess I'll start fishing. All right. Uh, uh, okay, okay. I'll, I'll start taking my armor off. It's like, clink. Well, I mean, yeah, we yeah, yeah, this yeah. guy to take us fishing, right? Yeah. Well, 
From what I hear, you gotta catch catfish with your hands. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I'll... I'll someone I'll, with I'll, longer hands, then. So I'll strip down to my, uh, muskivies. Um, and, uh, I'll go for a swim. Scuba right. skivvies. Oh. <laughs> uh, Audrin, how long has it been since you took a bath? Oh, I, hmm, I don't know. Uh, no, normal amount for, for a, a soldier. Okay. An ex-soldier. Lauren, uh, give me a wisdom check. A wisdom check. Hmm. Okay. Um, at 12. 12? Uh, you pull in a nice size catfish. Uh, probably a good, oh. like, 18 inches long. Gives you a bit of a fight. But, yeah, it's a, you know, solid hour of work. Uh, Ogdrin, give me... I don't even know what you'd roll here. <laughs> survival? A new yeah, survival. give me a survival oh. check. Oh, well, that's actually... To see how bad you are at not surviving. Oh, oh no. <laughs> oh, no. A 26. Yeah. 26. You dive oh. deep down into the water, and, yeah, you find, like, the edge of a ravine underwater that ducks down even further. It's chilly down here, and you feel something brush against your hand as you're sort of feeling your way in the dark. <clears throat> Was it something something large yeah. brushing up against something something yeah. slimy sort of brushes your hand briefly. Uh brief flashback to the Otia, the undead Otia. <laughs> Uh, and you, then, you feel something uh, sort of I'll, thin I'll... and tickly sort of brush against your beard? <laughs> oh. Mm, la, la. Um, it's Jethro, uh, he's flirty. Uh, Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> the general. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll make my way back to the surface. And, uh, now, uh, y'all remind me, uh, we're here to looking for, uh, uh, Opelio's hiding place. Is, there might be uh, something down there. Peg Lake Jim distracted? Uh, Yes. Okay, good. Yes. Yes, this is where the drop-off happened, and then the meeting was supposed to happen in uh, Lachlan Lake. Alright, okay. As as you finish saying that, Ogdrin disappears under the water. <gasps> yeah, here we go again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Will our adventurous heroes succeed in following Opelio's trail, or will Ogdrin be rendered fish food? Turn in next time. Unadventurous. This has been a No Direction Network production. Adventurous is brought to you by Roll20.net and Sirenscape, and is played on the Roll20 virtual tabletop using their official license for War for the Crown Adventure Path digital conversion, with soundtrack and original theme provided by Sirenscape and a Sirenscape fantasy player. Join us in two weeks for the next episode of Adventurous.